Welcome back, friends, to our podcast, Cheeky Vibe, Peaceful Life. My name is Lauren Mazadonsky. And my name is Michelle Moss. And hi, Lauren. How are you? Hi, good. How are you? I am good. And today we have a guest, Nancy Schmidt. I have recently met Nancy. Hi, Nancy. How are you? I'm good. How are you, Michelle? I'm doing well. So Nancy and I just met recently, um, and I want Nancy to tell us a little bit about what you do and maybe even how we met, which is pertains to what you do, and give us a little background on that. Well, what I do right now, um, my husband and I are publishers of three best version media magazines, North Canton Living, Jackson Living, and Hudson Neighbors. And um, we uh, uh, publish great magazines for residents in those areas, and we share great businesses with them every month, and we share great content. We're about 50-50 or 60-40 uh, percent content and uh, sponsors ads. And the way I met Michelle was I always have a family on the cover of the magazine. Um, and I have a dear friend. She's like my biggest cheerleader. And she gets all my magazines, actually. And uh, she sent me or she said, I've got a family for you that you need to have in your magazine. She had seen your story on the news. And I didn't know who she was talking about. And then I saw your story on the news. And I thought, that's who Barb was telling me about. So I thought, how do I get a hold of Michelle? So I Facebook messaged you. So that's how we got in contact. And, you know, I I loved sharing her story. They've been, you know, through so much. And and uh, that was just great to share that with the residents. So that was how we met. Um, so, yeah. Well, so, it, and it's interesting, you know, we, you say we, we've met, and I love saying this because we meet people that come into our lives just kind of serendipitously, and then they become friends. And we've had so many of those kind of connections doing our podcast. Um, but so how did you go from, you know, how did you start? I mean, that sounds like a lot of people you're reaching, three different communities. How did you get into this business, you and your husband? Where did this come from? Well, we, my husband's always been in sales. He's sold... Instagrow fertilizer right out of uh, high school. Then he sold uh, Mini Merchant. Remember the old oh, Mini Merchant? Yes, and Homes Guide. Um, he'd sold, he sold to uh, car dealers and realtors and different things in the magazine. And then we had our own business uh, for 25 years uh, called Retain Loyalty. And it started out as Moments to Remember. But we worked with car dealers in not the advertising end, but the customer retention end. Uh, we would do the the salesperson would take a picture at the delivery of the vehicle with the person in their new car, and then our company would make a calendar for them. So it was a, a gift from the dealership to the customer. So we were doing that all over the country with different dealerships all over the country. And then 2008 hit, and things went downhill. You know, it, for, for everyone virtually, and. Um, so that kind of our business went way down. I was telling Lauren that at one time we had 15 people in our basement. Uh, we had our business in our basement for the first, oh, I think it was four years. And then we bought uh, an office building over in uh, the Maslin Industry Park over there off of Finney Rock. So we had, we're over there. We had this business for 25 years. We just recently sold the business. My husband is still, you know, a part of it and helping out transitioning, but um, he was actually looking for another revenue stream is how we came across Best Version Media with the magazines. So how hard was it to transition, though? That sounds like a tough time. I'm going to I'm going to say we went through that 
difficult time and our business crashed and burned and we ended up, we ended up going bankrupt. So we had this big, crazy time that happened. So how did you guys go from having a, a business and all that? And then with the crash, how did that impact you guys as far as shifting? Believe me, we thought about bankruptcy. I mean, to be perfectly honest, I mean, we had, we had our expenses geared to all those customers. You know, when you have that, what do you do? You have this overhead, but then you don't have any money coming in. So my husband, um, we just downsized. We had 15 employees. We, you know, we, it was me and him. You know, I, I didn't do that much as far as selling in the business. I did the payroll and I paid the bills. That was my job because I had three kids at home that I was raising. Um, so I did, you know, do that. But um, he got loans and we, you know, we existed barely on the loans. And that's why we found BVM because um, we knew we couldn't re retain was pulling money from us. It wasn't giving us any money. We wanted to keep it. I mean, it was something we started, you know, it was our baby, you know, especially for him, you know, it was, and it was a wonderful business and it wasn't, you know, anything that he did wrong. It was just the economy. So we were actually in Hawaii celebrating our 25th in 2008 when the crash hit. Mm -hmm. So we went over there feeling really good and we came home feeling kind of bad. <laughs> yeah, yeah <laughs> you know? I, I understand that. So how did you, I mean, that's a, a sign of a good business too. You guys are good heads together, but you reinvented yourselves and you thought, okay, we have to find a new way to keep moving forward because there's no option. We have three kids, we've got a home, we've got the bills. So how does that, how did you come up with this? Well, I was a dental hygienist. I went to college and I was a dental hygienist, worked for the same dentist for 12 years. I had two kids. I was working part-time with them. And then when I had my third child, Luke, uh, I was able to be a stay-at-home mom. So I was a stay-at-home mom, except for the payroll and the bills for retain um, for 25 years. And then I thought, you know, I'm just going to have to pull myself up by my bootstraps, put my big girl panties on and go back and get my license reinstated and help help bring some money into the household. So that's what I did. I just, you know, after 24 years of being a housewife, uh, a domestic engineer, you know. Right. Um, so I did, and in February of 2019, I had to go, I didn't keep up with my CEUs, so I had to go to Ferris University in Michigan and uh, take an all-day course to reinstate my dental hy hygiene license. Then I had to put myself out there with, you know, answering Indeed ads and, you know, finding a job. And I'm older and I'm thinking, you know, usually hygienists are younger. So I did feel a little bit, you know, but I mean, I ended up at a great office. I, I love the dentist. He, and he, he told me I was the best hygienist he ever had. So I don't know. Like, yeah, that was really nice. But, um, then COVID hit. So I worked there. I, we went to training for the magazine in Milwaukee, Wisconsin. That's where they're home based. So we went to training. We went up to Ferris University in Michigan, which my daughter lives in Traverse City. So we got to visit her too. And then right after that, we drove around to Milwaukee and went to training for the magazine. Um, so uh, we're starting both of these new things, trying to bring some money into our household. So, you know, my money came right away once I got the job, which I started in April. I think, yeah, April was when I started uh, working for the dentist. And we started the magazine, but we didn't really we didn't bring money in from the magazine until you know later in the year after we launched it. So yeah, it was scraping, and um, you know we just hard work. You know so we just we had to do it. 
I love hearing couples that work together. So tell me what is it like working with your husband and how do you feel like you guys play into each other's strengths? Well, it's, you know, we're, I'm home. Uh, he's downstairs. He has his office downstairs. I'm upstairs. It, with this magazine, it just kind of, he had always dealt with ads. He'd always worked with, you know, making up ads and, you know, all the specs and all that stuff and all his mini merchant and, you know, stuff like that. So he was really familiar with that. I'm creative, so I just kind of navigated to the content area of the magazine. He handles all the ads. So we both sell. Uh, we both, you know, bring in new sponsors to the magazine. But I handle like stories, like Michelle's stories, like the other stories. I have a dear friend. Um, he writes a lot of the content in the magazine, uh, and I don't write. I write the residence letter. That's it. You know, because most most publishers are not the content coordinators, just because they want you out there selling. But I love it. I love making my cover pretty. I love our photographer, Mich you oh, got Megan. She's great. Yes, she's been with us since we started, and she's also the photographer of North Canton Living. So she's just wonderful to work with. And I mean, we're in and out. We don't take a lot of time and, you know, we have fun and she does great, great work. So um, I love sharing a family story. And so I just kind of navigated that part. Carl handles all the ads. So it works really well for us. And we j just were able to take one. We've won three trips with this company so far. We just got back from Cancun, which I was a little nervous about leaving the country at this time. But um, it was just great to be able to be rewarded and, and take advantage of, you know, something that we actually won. Um, That's so that great. Fun. Yeah. And I think part of what I'm hearing is another way you handle it and work well together is you work upstairs and he works down. <laughs> yes. Uh, believe me, I'm just like everyone else that would try to work with their husband. <laughs> there are good days and there are bad days. But, um, we, you know, it works. It works. So how did the pandemic affect you? So you, you were working again as a hygienist. So then you started this job and then, then everything kind of got off kilter again. Yes. I was pretty much at the dentist office for one year because I started in April and then they shut us down in March. So, you know, I mean, I'm, I'm listening to all this stuff on the radio before, you know, it really got shut down. I'm like, yeah. And it really kind of got scary working there. I didn't really like it because we didn't know that much about COVID then. And we're thinking it's all aerosolized and everything. Um, and so they shut us down. Our company, Best Version Media, they, they're just an amazing group of people with huge integrity. And that's what really impressed us when we first went um, to the training in Milwaukee was just the integrity of the leadership. And they came out with what we call the RGP where I can, we have a presentation that we share with business owners or marketing people, um, you know, when we're in person, but they made it so that we can share it with them via Zoom or even just a phone call and then I send them a link. So we were actually working all through the pandemic that first year while we were shut down uh, virtually and still, you know, uh, working on our magazines. I mean, we launched North Canton Living in October of 2020. So yeah. during the pandemic, you know, um, it, it worked, you know, so it was, you know, harder at first, but that's, that's, they were forward thinking. They knew they needed something to keep us all working. Cause there's like 800 publishers. There's 1100 publications across the country and in Canada, all doing the same thing, all targeting the more affluent neighborhoods, which is a great prospect for businesses, you know, homeowners um, with higher discretionary income. 
and um, great for the residents. They get this beautiful positive publication. So, and we're all doing the same thing. So that, so the um, culture is great because we're not in competition. You know, we're you know all doing the same thing and kind of oh well I had this well I had this and you have someone to talk to about what's going on with everything. Like I told Lauren, when I was at the dentist office, I loved it. I loved him. I loved the patients. But it was a toxic culture. I don't even know how I did it because I'd never worked in a place like that. But there was a couple of women there that were like mean girls in high school that never grew up. And it was just, it it just was, how can you, why do you like to be mean? Yeah. I mean, it's so much nicer to be nice. I mean, it's well, so much easier. It truly, I mean, and that's our push, you know, kindness. That's all about, that's yes. what we're all about. Um, but I do have to say, your magazines are such quality how do you do that for three different communities because it's a lot of content i mean do you share some content i mean obviously the, the stories of the residents are separate but is there something that is translatable that you're not reinventing the wheel three times or is this truly like three whole separate entities it's pretty much three separate entities the only thing that i share we have some advertisers that are in all three magazines um, I share some nonprofits. I will share and put both in North Canton Living and Jackson Living because you know they're like neighbors, and so that's great for nonprofits. Um, but no, my content now. I have a con. I'm I'm a content coordinator and a publisher, uh, but the content coordinator is the one that handles the content in the magazine. I have a great gal in North Canton, Lisa Rykowski. She's North Canton bred and born. Her kids went to North Canton school, so she knows all things North Canton. She is my content coordinator for North Canton, so I don't do any of the content over there. We just handle getting the sponsors in the magazine. Hudson Neighbors, um, that magazine was actually going for 16 years. I mean, not 16 years, I'm sorry, six years um, before us. We're, we're flipping it is what that's called. We're taking it over from another publisher. It's only 16 pages. It's very small. It needed some tender loving care. Um, Jackson's 60 pages. North Canton is 40 pages. So we're trying to do that same thing in Hudson, but I have a great content coordinator that lives up there that handles all the content. And sometimes I'll put some of my my content in her magazine from Dave Keller. He, he's my personal friend, and uh, he does a lot of the writing, just writes on a, a wide array of topics. I mean, from floriography to, you know, uh, his travel articles is what he started with. So he's a retired engineer, but he's a darn good writer. So it just is really, you know, helpful. So he, he is a great content co contributor. So what I'm hearing is you guys do really good work, but you surround yourself with quality people. Exactly. Yes. Yes. That's huge and important. It definitely is. That, that makes, you know, I think that's one of the best things anybody in business. In fact, my son, uh, He's an entrepreneur. He has his own business. He has a, a business, uh, Skycatch Fire Web Design. Um, I asked him yesterday. We were him yesterday. I said, so can he, you know, develops websites. I said, so can you do the same thing that all these guys on your team, he's got like eight guys on his team now. I mean, it's huge. But he said, oh, no. He said, I can't do that stuff, you know. So he hires people that, you know, and that's just the way the best businesses work, I think, is to sur surround yourself with people that know more than you. And, you know, and not be afraid of that, not be afraid of that, too. Yeah. Yeah. But that's a great. A great yeah. Piece. Um, tell us about your kids since you mentioned your son and your daughter uh, that was in Traverse City. So how old are your kids and, and how, how do you see them? You know, where do you see them and how often and that kind of thing? Ryan is my oldest. He is 35. He lives in Jackson. 
and uh, he's married to my wonderful daughter-in-law, Jessica, and they have three kids. Caitlin is 10, and then they have boy-girl twins, uh, Emily and Zane, and they're seven. And we see them a lot because they're here. And then my daughter... Wait, I just have to interrupt because if anybody saw you, there's no way you have 10 years in your grandma because you are one beautiful woman. That oh, thank you. You're 30, so... Oh, oh wow. <laughs> I knew you were good friends, Michelle. <laughs> and then my daughter... So he... And he has his own business. Um, he... I was worried about my sons when they were growing up because they would play video games. Call of Duty. His bedroom was upstairs from ours and I'd... I'd feel him rolling around in his chair, yelling at the game, you know, and I'm like, my boys are going to be messed up because they're playing these computer games all the time. Well, it played into what he does today, you know, um, and uh, my daughter, she is the only one of my children that went to college. She went to college in uh, Clark Summit uh, Bible College, and she went to college there because her boyfriend went to college there, but she went for uh, uh, child development, so she's a school teacher. And but she only worked as a school teacher a little bit. She's a stay-at-home mom. They live in Traverse City, Michigan. Um, her husband's a pastor up there. They actually met. I go to Camp Baptist Temple, and they met at our church camp, Camp Choff. So he was a missionary kid, and so they're both up there. And he's a pastor, assistant pastor of the church up there in Traverse City. And they have three boys. Uh, Joseph is six, Zeke is four, and uh, Asher is two, and she's due in June with number four. Wow. Which we don't know because she has home births, which she had Asher during COVID, and I was very glad she had a home birth. Mm -hmm. I mean, rather than going into the hospital. I was super glad she had the home birth. So we will find out in June what number seven is. <laughs> and uh, so we see her, you know, less lately during COVID, but she's coming home here at the end of this month to spend some time before she goes to delivery. Yeah. I just have to say my son went to Camp Chaff multiple times. Yes. And my my daughter and her husband met at church camp when we were at Royal Family Kids Camp as adults. So that's funny how sometimes they actually had their first kiss at camp, you know. Oh, where did they do that? <laughs> <laughs> but they were adults, you know. They were Yeah. Oh, okay. The kids. Yeah. Um, so you have an, you only have two kids or you have you have three kids? I have another kid. Yeah. I went to Camp Chaff and my husband went to Camp Chaff. But we didn't know each other then. So he was actually saved at Camp Choff. Wow. And I, you know, I had, I was actually in the cradle role at CBT. And, but, you know, I had gone to a different church. And I was out of church for a while. And now we're back there. But then my youngest son is, um, he's 25. And he's been married four years. And he is a realtor. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. So, yeah, I, I, I'm blessed with three great kids. But they all... I have an entrepreneurial spirit. I mean, before Stacy had three kids to keep her busy, she did 31. Do you remember that company? I think it's still around now with the bags. I have so many bags. I had to get another closet for all my bags because <laughs> my daughter sold all these bags. But, um, yeah. And I love that, you know, again, you're obviously they're entrepreneurial because you you guys are. You know, you've set that stage and shown that you can you can do this. And I see that a lot. I see that. People that have businesses, that have kids, that see how it is to have your own businesses and how work ethic is huge. And you don't see that as much today as you did. But someone that has grown up with a, um, parents that have had their own business, they usually have a pretty great work ethic. Mm -hmm. Right. Well, uh, Lauren can attest to that with her kids watching her doing all the things that she's done and doing in her life. So it definitely yeah. 
contagious in a positive way. So would you, what would you say your biggest obstacle? I mean, you've named, you know, the market crash and COVID and all these different things, but what has been, what do you think the biggest obstacle has been in your life in whatever area you would come up with? Um, I think just, uh, you know, having it, we had it easy. I mean, our, our business was a great lifestyle business. So, and, you know, I wouldn't say I was coddled, but, you know, I didn't have to work. You know, I got to stay home. I got to do things. And then all of a sudden, everything came crashing down. And I, I just I just felt like, you know, I need to get out there and help him. He's always done it. And, you know, he didn't want me to work. He, men have a certain, they like that their wife doesn't have to work. At least mine was very happy that he could say that, you know, I was able to stay home and, and be a mother to my kids. And that was really important to me because I came home with the key when I was growing up. We didn't have money, neither of us. Um, my husband has, has 14 kids in his family. Wow. He still eats like this, protecting <laughs> his money. <laughs> because with 14 kids, you know, that's, that's a lot of kids. So they didn't grow up with, with anything. And um, my mom and dad got divorced when I was in third grade. So, you know, we didn't have a lot either. And I, I just always, and I came home with the key. My mom didn't, my mom was never home when I got home from school. She was a great mom. She had to work. So I wanted, I wanted to be there for my kids the way, you know, you do that. Things, you know how you, you want to do things differently from what bothered you when you were growing up. So I knew I wanted to be there for my kids. And I was grateful to God that he, you know, um, made that happen. And I was able to stay at home with my kids. So just getting getting myself back out there after you know not having to worry about that anymore, and um, that was that was an obstacle. And then you know trying to get out of debt, trying to avoid bankruptcy. Right. You know, it's, we, it's, we can I can I ask you? I mean, this is what we went through. It's very humbling. Did you feel? Huh. Did you uh, uh, you know feel that humbling and and having to readjust with those some of those feelings of shame or guilt or whatever. Oh yeah. Yeah. I mean, it was. And the thing is my mother worked for the bankruptcy court her whole career. So, I mean, I was like inbred, you know, you don't go bankrupt, whatever, you know, um, we had talked to bankruptcy people, lawyers, and, and, you know, it's expensive to go bankrupt. <laughs> we found out. And, and, you know, I mean, we were able, you know, we had shark loans. I mean, people preyed on us trying to give us money. So my husband took the money. So then we were indebted to all these people. So now we're still, you know, we're paying off these shark loans. I mean, it's, it's predatory lending and that's what they did with us, but we had no other way. We don't have money in our family. Hey, lend us some money. We don't have anything like that. Um, so we just had, he just did what he had to do. We just survived. So um, we're in a much better position now and, and paying off these loans and, and, you know, getting our head out of water. We had our house up for sale a couple of years ago. Um, we've been here for 21 years in the same home, raised my kids here. Um, we didn't want to sell it, but um, we have nine, well, we had 11 acres. So we sold off a, a couple acres down here and someone built a house and sold. So we, you know, had money, things we could do to bring in some money to kind of help. But yeah, so we're, we're, we're in a good place now. We've, you know, sacrificed and, and worked hard. I mean, it, grit, our company talks about grit and I think you have to have grit to get through stuff like this, you know, and, and it happens to everybody and it doesn't make you a bad person. You know, 
it just is what it is. Well, and it's make or break you. You can roll over in, in a hole and say, I can't go forward. Or you do what you got to do and put one foot in front of the other. And again, it's been 14 years. We, we experienced that same thing and we're in a whole different place, but it's hard work. You don't it is. roll over. Yeah. And, and you know, what? I, I really like what I'm doing now. I love my job. I love what I do. So I don't feel like it's, you know, I don't feel like it's hard right now. And I love dental hygiene. I loved going back to work at that toxic office three days a week, but I, I loved it. So, you know, I think, I think God gave me that too. You know, uh, you know, I got to give a lot of credit to him because it was hard to, you know, I mean, I wasn't a lazy lay around. I mean, I was always busy doing something, but not bringing any money in with anything that I did. Right. So what would you say now is something you're looking forward to either in your business or in your marriage? Um, having more time, uh, to be able to travel a little bit more and more time with my grandkids and, you know, just, uh, and cause we, I'm working, I'm actually working harder than I've probably ever worked in my life right now. You know, I really, <laughs> cause you don't have any kids at home. I, you know, I have my little dog, but you know, it's just, I, I am. And I'm thinking, I'm kind of at the age, maybe I ought to start thinking about retiring, but I really like this, but I, I, I'm, cause I want to spend a lot of time with my kids and my family and, you know, do things like that. But, um, yeah, but it's, we're in a good place. So do you use, um, is travel and family time part of your self care? What do you do for self-compassion for you to help fill your cup? Coffee in the morning for sure. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, yeah, my relationship with Jesus Christ is one, is the main thing. And um, that just, you know, I don't know, especially right now in this crazy situation that the whole world is in, you know. But, um, and, you know, just uh, having some downtime. We do have downtime in the evening. I mean, we, we don't work all day, you know. And But, you know, he, my husband has always loved his work. I mean, we, he's never hated his work. He loved his work, which that's a good thing. You know, I mean, people that love their job, it's a lot easier to work at a job that you love than something that you dread every day. So um, he's always liked what he does and um, just, you know, doing, you know, creative things. I'm, I, I am creative. I decorate and, you know, just do different things. I play guitar. I sing. So I have, I, at my church, I lead our ABF, our Adult Bible Fellowship. And then I'm in the choir at our church. So I've always been in music. And um, so that's, you know, hobbies. Also, I, ha I have to say, those are still, those are still outputting. Those are still work. You're a leader at the church. You're, you're, playing, yeah. you know, it's great, but I'm yeah. saying that's still output. Sometimes we don't recognize those things, but if it's bringing you joy and filling, yeah. you know, but filling your cup is good. I like the downtime with your husband. And yeah. I love that you said we don't work all day and all night. So oh, no. I, I am guilty of that answering or sending emails and my husband said you have to shut down yeah and we're bad and at that. Tells me that. Yeah. yeah yeah and i and i work out too so i try to you know at least work out a few days a week and it'll be more outside now that things are getting nicer but yeah I hope it gets nicer soon yeah it's supposed to be 80 next weekend so we're going to go through some snow maybe <laughs> yeah the roller coaster yeah um lauren i i don't want to keep talking over you. So is there any other questions that you thought of that you wanted to ask? I'll let you. 
No, I think I got them all out other than, I mean, I love hearing about her and her husband working together. I think that's powerful for people to hear because if you want to have your own business, that might be a, a, something you're afraid to do is go into it together. But I love that they've had each other's back through this whole, their back through their whole journey. Yeah, for sure. It makes a big difference. Well, um, Nancy, what would you have to say to our listeners, uh, some advice or words of wisdom as, as far as maybe starting a business or working with a spouse or anything that pertains to what we've talked about? Well, starting a business is risky. Taking risks is scary. Um, and we kind of balance each other out that way because I probably would have never done this. I probably would have never done this. He's the risk taper, taker. I'm the follow along with the risk taker, you know. But um, it, it is scary. But, you know, when you can do something uh, that you love, that's maybe um, there's no cap on anything that you do, and, and you're the CEO of your own company, no matter what your company is. I mean, we're 1099s, you know. But um, it's, it, it is a great feeling. But there are risks, and you, you just kind of got to get out there and put blinders on, clear your runway, and go for it. And that's kind of what we did. We just, we had to. Sometimes things make you have to, you know, we had to. We had to get some income coming in. Mm -hmm. So um, you, you're driven to do some things. Right. You're, you're doing that to support each other and your family and your yep. lifestyle. And, you know, like I said earlier, you could roll over, you put one foot in front of the other. And, and as they say, pivot and find a new way to create a home, you know? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Well, I have to say again, I'm impressed um, with your, your, I mean, I've always read them because yeah. they've come to the home, Yeah. Um, but just really noticing the more detail and being a part of that, you know, even the the way the writing process works and you guys do really good quality work. I mean, it's, it's a beautiful magazine. It's, it's got a lot of things. I mean, a lot of things in there. I mean, even the pets area and the inspirational areas and the just recipes. I mean, there's a million things in there that are just awesome that anybody could take advantage of and enjoy. Yes. Yeah. Thank you so much. And, you know, and great families like you that agree to be on our cover. I know that's probably a little stressful, I doubt if I'll ever be on the cover, but <laughs> I don't live in Jackson. I live in Perry, but, um, you know, that, that makes the magazine too, being able for the residents to meet and read about families. You know, everybody's just doing life in their own little corner and it's interesting. We're humans. We're, we, we like, we're nosy humans and, you know, we might not know you, but maybe they've seen you at the grocery store or maybe they've heard of you or they don't know you at all, but they see your story in there. They see your beautiful face on the cover. They want to read, you know, about your family. And guess what? We were, we were out and about and people are like, oh, I saw you on the cover. We were at 91 and this complete stranger um, couple stopped my husband as he walked by and he called me over and they were crying and we were holding hands and oh, <laughs> oh my <laughs> goodness to meeting new people. So um, that oh, that's so sweet. Awesome. Yeah. I had somebody in North Canton, a little boy, his, he was on the cover with his family. One of his little friends at baseball practice brought the magazine to practice and wanted him to sign it because he was on the cover. Oh, that's <laughs> the sweetest thing. <laughs> that's very cute. That's very cute. Yeah. But you just kind of feel like that. You feel like, I mean, when you're Rock on the stars. Cover, all these people, yeah. are like, oh, I saw you. And people brought that brought it to church yesterday. And do you copies? And it's just, uh, it's just, it's very uplifting and inspirational to 
read other people's stories, but it's nice to be even be an inspiration to somebody else through something that. We yeah. Heard. And that's what your story was. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Well, we so appreciate you, Nancy, for many reasons, but for bringing this amazing magazine that we don't pay for to our communities, you, you know, multiple communities um, and great businesses that are advertised in them. Um, we appreciate you coming on our podcast and sharing your story of working closely with a spouse and enjoying life together and getting through the hard times and the good times. And I think, you know, and again, you guys, like you said, keeping um, the Lord as your as your yeah. starting point is, is a way that you've gotten through the muck and the mire and the good times. So exactly, exactly. Yes. We, well, thank you so much for asking me. You know, I'm so glad. And I, and we had quite a bit to say here, didn't we? So <laughs> sometimes we get on, we're like, what are we going to say? Well, there's a lot to say. You have a great story to share as well. Well, thank you. Well, you do too. And it was nice to meet both of you. Thank it was you nice so much to for joining you. us. Yep. Thank you so much. And if you hold on just for a second, we're going to click off. And um, as we always say to our listeners, stay cheeky.